Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Steve McKee, the co-founder of McKee Wallwork, a leadership company designed to help businesses rebrand and successfully navigate situations that typically cause companies to fail. In today's episode, we discuss his book, Turns, Where Businesses Won and Lost. This book will help readers connect the dots between their yesterday and today and how it affects their company's overall well-being and success. Welcome to Lifeology. Great. Great to be here. Thanks, James. I am really looking forward to this. I was, we had a great uh, call, a great talk in the pre-call, and I really like to get people's backstory. So you are this expert that has been quoted in the New York Times, uh, LA Times, all these different publications. Did you always know that you were going to be this polished person or have an idea that this would be <laughs> where your life would go? <laughs> no, no, I really didn't. In fact, uh, it's it's funny. Part of that is is the story of the book is, is you know, turns happen to us. Some we choose mm-hmm. and some we don't. There's no way I could have predicted where I am today from where I was 30 or 40 yeah. years ago now. How did you start your company? Because I know you're the co-founder of McKee Wallwork and it's a rebranding company. We definitely want to talk about that, but how did that even come about? Yeah, that's an interesting story. It was, it was a big turn. I was uh, uh, at, a, at a previous organization. I'd risen to the position of president and I was trying to buy the company, me and a couple of other uh, people. Mm-hmm. And we tried and tried and tried and it failed. And uh, mm-hmm. I had had so much authority within the company that when something like that fails, and there were other circumstances related to it. I basically had to make the decision to leave. And mm, at that sure. point, my choice was go find a job and work for somebody mm-hmm. uh, or start my own thing. And I actually, I had four small children at the time. I actually thought starting my own thing was the lower risk option because I had had so much freedom yeah. that I didn't think I could go to work for somebody. And I had a hunch that, uh, that we could be successful. So my partner, Pat Walwork and I, we started the firm 26 some years ago. Wow. And so it's interesting, though, the, the whole aspect of turns, because you had a huge turn in your life <laughs> when that when unfortunately we weren't able to acquire the company. But, you know, I, if I remember correctly, I don't remember his name, but I believe the founder of uh, the co-founder of Home Depot, he was actually way high up in a vice president of some sort. He was laid off and then he was like, what am I going to do? So we started Home Depot and it, unfortunately or fortunately, but the other company had a business. And as we know, Home Depot was just phenomenal. So it's always interesting that those turns and the moment it feels so dire and so overwhelming, but if you wait just a second longer, you'll see how that links together to be the person you are today. There's rarely, there's rarely all bad or all good turns. Mm -hmm. They they tend to have ramifications in both, in both arenas. 
You know, one thing I always like to tell people is every moment in our life is like a jigsaw puzzle piece. So when you look at me, I'm a jigsaw puzzle, if you will, for lack of better words. So every aspect of my life is linked together into a jigsaw puzzle piece to create who I am today. So Mm -hmm. there are aspects when we put a jigsaw puzzle together, we're like, I don't know where this piece goes, where this piece goes. The borders make sense. But when you kind of take a moment of reflection and see how it all links together, and you see the beautiful things in your life now, realizing that you couldn't have your life today if you hadn't gone through some of those things in the past. And that's such a humility-inspiring realization, isn't it? Because you, you think, oh, if I could have just done it my way. No, 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 no. And that's why when I reflect on not only my professional life, but my personal life, never could have predicted it. I'm so grateful for what is what, did, what Garth Brooks saying, thank God for unanswered prayers, <laughs> those kind of things. Um, you know, there, there is a, there is a, a providence in the universe who yes, directs our yes. paths and we should submit yes. ourselves. And it's just a humbling thing. It really is. I mean, it, it is because at the moment we don't understand it, but as, as we know, retrospectively and perspective always gives us that understanding. Now yes. in this book turns, you really focus on the turns. How did you come up with a concept or how did you realize that there were so many connections there to help us all realize how these turns and pivotal moments happen all, all the time in our life. Well, I'm, I'm a curious guy and uh, given what my company does for a living, we help companies turn around. And so I, I set out initially to write a book about turnarounds. And as I started reflecting on that one, it's been done many times. And I thought, you know, what new do I have to bring to this topic? But I really started thinking about that metaphor of turns, turnarounds. Mm-hmm. It is a metaphor. And it, it, it just led me to think more broadly about this concept of turns. And I started just ruminating on how often we use the term to refer to mm-hmm. everything. I actually looked it up in the dictionary. There's something like 110 definitions of turn. Holy moly. Wow. Uh, if, you, if you were to Google turn idioms, there's hundreds of mm-hmm. them. We just use, we use the, the expression all the time. And so I just thought, this is one of those things that uh, you know Malcolm Gladwell does. He'll pick up something that mm-hmm. uh, is right in front of our face and we don't even know it. And he'll just examine it real closely. And so I spent a year actually doing research into turns, the, the physics of turns, of course, that's where I began, historical turns, metaphorical turns, political turns, turns in sports, turns in music. Mm-hmm. You're a musician. I, I, I know that. Um, I didn't know there were turns in music. There literally are. There's a term in music called a turn. And so it just blew my mind and it fascinated me. And it and of course, there are there are lessons for business because it really is where business is won and lost. Sure. It's also where most uh, sports games or matches mm-hmm. are won and lost mm-hmm. in some form mm-hmm. of turn. And uh, so it just blew my mind. It was it's, it was such a blast to keep it to one volume was really difficult because <laughs> there's just so much. You <laughs> can say. A second volume. <laughs> yeah. Now, when we talk about turns, most people think turns. It's a full 180 degree turn, if you will. Cool. What? How do you conceptualize that so we have a better understanding as we talk about this today? That that's a great question because it's true. We tend to think of 180 degrees. Most turns in in the physical world and in life are not 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. If you think about, um, I drove across country and I tell this story in the book uh, with my son, uh, literally across the country uh, several months ago on Interstate 40, which if when you're driving, it feels like it's just a straight line all the way across mm-hmm. the country. There are thousands of curves on Interstate 40. Mm-hmm. They're little turns. Uh, and that's true of everything in life. And so some of our turns are 180 degrees. And what's interesting about that is sometimes you need to turn 180 degrees around to fix something because you're going the mm-hmm. wrong way. Sure. There are other times you need to turn 180 degrees around to get back to something. Uh, and one of the great examples is if you're going to change a light bulb, 
you have to unscrew it this way mm -hmm. before you screw it that way. Mm -hmm. um, and so really fascinating just to ponder that one thought alone of as I'm, as I, as I'm considering the, the, the fork in the road in front of me, uh, mm -hmm. that's a turn. You may not be turning around, but it is a turn. You're taking one direction or another. Uh, that's what makes it so fascinating and so applicable to so many areas of life. Sure. Wow. That's that. I, I really appreciate that because it's, it is true. I mean, as far as the subtle changes of our thoughts, it can be, I'm thinking one thing and all of a sudden I'm interrupted. So I've turned my thoughts to something else. Mm -hmm. So that's either a healthy thing or an unhealthy thing because I'm not able to concentrate. So as you transition into the book turns where businesses won and lost, what kind of book is this beyond a business book? Boy, I'm so glad you asked that question. It is a, <laughs> Um, I was listening to your interview with Caitlin Hamilton, who was just fascinating. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and her advice was, um, books surprise you. You know, they don't know, you don't know where they're going. This is an unusual book. And I've told all my friends uh, who have uh, uh, purchased it, I said, get ready. Because it's not like anything you've ever read. Um, it is uh, a journey that I take you on. I, I use some meta turns throughout history that we go for and mm -hmm. we look at very closely, like through a microscope. Then there's other turns that we look at through a telescope. And uh, what fascinated me so much and what really inspired me to write the book is historical, metaphorical, physical turns. There are, there are six characteristics that they all have in common. And so the book presents those characteristics and actually eight turn principles that uh, we can all use to reflect upon when we're faced with a turn. Because mm -hmm. uh, uh, instead of just going through life, you know, taking what comes, it's really helpful to think about, okay, what is ahead and how do I need to prepare for it? Mm -hmm, certainly. When we look at this book, when a person reads this book, what's the biggest takeaway you want them to have? Biggest takeaway, two, if I could give you two. Uh, one is a realization and one is a takeaway. The realization would be, <laughs> we tend to think of life as a series of straightaways interrupted by turns. When in reality, life is this continuous series of turns with the occasional straight paved road. <laughs> that we get to go through. So realization that really life is about turns. They're not interruptions. Mm -hmm. They're what life is about. Uh, and the takeaway is you can't, you, you can r rarely control any turn, mm -hmm. but you have influence on almost every turn. Mm -hmm. And so it's an empowerment sure. sort of a thing that you can think about and you can always initiate a new turn as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm really mm -hmm. trying to give readers an understanding, not only of the concept beginning, as I said, with the physics of turns, but inspiration that um, we're not victims. We have agency. We can make yes, turns in our do. lives. Yes, yes, we do. We can turn something from a stumbling block into a stepping stone. We'll be right back. Are you an emerging persona or a global organization that isn't getting recognition from the press? Have your marketing and advertisement efforts hit a plateau? Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Red Heifer Media is a full-service boutique public relations agency specializing in health and wellness, tech, real estate, and nonprofit organizations. We can turn your successful company into a reputable brand. Take your first step and visit www.redheifermedia.com. Once again, visit www.redheifermedia.com to take your brand to the next level. Welcome back. I am James Miller. I am the host of Lifeology Radio. I'm currently speaking with Steve McKee. We're talking about his book, Turns, Where Business is Won and Lost. This book will help readers connect the dots between the yesterday and today and how it affects their company's overall well-being. For more information about Steve, please visit McKeeWallwork.com. Now, individuals who read this from a, a business standpoint or just even from a per personal standpoint, sometimes when we read, there's like, oh, my God, there's so many options. I don't know what to do. So I can look at this systemically, meaning if I make this, this changes my life radically or just even, like I said, even my thoughts change. How do you help people not get lost in 
there's too many options. I think it's in the reflection. Um, at the end of okay. each chapter, I encourage people to reflect on what we just talked about and uh, maybe do some whiteboarding or journaling, you know, whatever, whatever it is that, that, that you do to contextualize the decision and to break it into pieces and parts. So for instance, um, one of the first chapters is, is I, it's, it's called the principle of the object. It's a very simple proposition, but since everything in the universe is turning, and by the way, I learned that literally everything in the universe is constantly turning, which is mind boggling in and of itself. That suggests that every turn requires a thing. Now, it did, mm. what does that mean? What that means is if you can separate what's turning from the turn, you can have some perspective on it. Uh -oh. And in business, okay. especially uh, my company nearly went bankrupt uh, 20 years ago. That's what kind of started me down this road. Mm -hmm. And I spent a year and a half blaming myself um, for that. And when you're discouraged, it's hard to be creative. And we just drifted until through some research that we did, I realized that my company is not me and, my, and I am not mm -hmm. my company. And the stall that we went through was not my fault. It happens. Mm -hmm. I was able to separate the subject of the turn, me, from the object of the turn, my company, changed everything. That one realization mm -hmm. changed everything. And so by pulling apart the, the nature of turns in the book, I think it gives people a way to process their thinking, actually, instead okay. of just having their brain turning over all night in bed as mm -hmm. they turn over in bed, right? It's mm -hmm. a way to uh, process their thinking. So I think it would be especially helpful if you're facing a very complicated or consequential turn sure, um, to actually go through the book and think about it using those principles. Mm -hmm. When a person uh, we're have when a person reads the book, there'll be all different levels of their life. Sometimes people may be in a place where things are going really, really well. Sometimes people will be in a place where thing is very dire, specifically for their company. How do you help them kind of focus on one one particular aspect of that turn? So because if we're being successful, well, I don't really need a turn. But as we know, for example, was it Blockbuster? They're doing so well, and then Netflix came and said, "Hey, we have this new streaming platform. We want to work with you." And Black, Blockbuster said, "No." Netflix started and Blockbuster, unfortunately, went out of business. So when some, when we think we're doing really well, and then we don't know that we should probably change versus the other people who <laughs> might are like, oh my gosh, I need to change right now. How do you help them kind of figure out where they are in that moment? It's it's interesting that you use that example because it's in the book. Um, oh, is it? <laughs> Blockbuster turned down the opportunity to purchase Netflix yeah. for a song because uh, Blockbuster doubled down on the retail experience. They thought shopping for movies was what people liked. They bet wrong. Now, I don't want to play Monday morning quarterback uh, on them too, yeah. too badly. But yeah, okay. uh, one of the lessons in the book is you, you never don't need to turn. Uh, cr mm. Creative instruction, the world keeps turning and it actually keeps mm -hmm. turning faster and faster. Mm -hmm. So if things are good right now. Um, you better prepare for the next turn. I once had, I, I wrote a book and my first book was called When Growth Stalls, How It Happens, mm -hmm. Why You're Stuck and What to Do About It. Yeah. I got a call from Cabela's, the, the outfitter, oh, yeah. outdoor outfitter. Yeah. And they said, we'd love to have you come to speak to our management team. And I said, that's terrific. I'd be delighted to do that. But how come you called me? Because I thought you guys were doing really well. And they said, this is really fascinating. They said, we are. That's why we're hmm. calling you. They were thinking ahead oh, wow. to the next turn. Yeah, it was very, very um, uh, wise of them to do that. So if things yes. are going well, uh, it's a great time to prepare for the next turn or maybe even to initiate the next turn. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if things are going poorly, you you have to turn. And so you're in the midst mm -hmm. of it. Well, just kind of piggybacking off that right now, if we're talking about individuals who companies are doing really well, 
without getting too far tangential on this, how do you also allow for innovation? So turn, turning is often innovative. And so how do you help them kind of find that to be able to navigate to the, the next turn that allows them to level up? It's different for every company. There's, there's kind of two extremes that you can go down. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'll give you two examples like Apple, which has reinvented itself twice in its 50 mm. something year history, really pretty remarkably. Um, the most recent time, you know, becoming a services company. So mm. they're still milking the cash cow, of the iPhone, as long as they can, and they should, but they're not betting yeah. their future on that, which is really yeah. smart. So one way to do it is sort of double down and bet the whole farm on a turn. Oh, another way to do it is what, what like a Pepsi or a Coke does where they just make sure that they're continually looking for those new innovations and either inventing them or acquiring them. So that if coconut water becomes the next thing, Pepsi owns a coconut water brand. So they're not betting everything on brand Pepsi uh, or Mountain Dew, which are cash cows, but are, yeah, they're diversifying in some ways. And so uh, you don't have to be a big company to do that. You can be a small company to do that. And most companies uh, do that. They, they're really sort of innovating on the margin mm-hmm. um, if they innovate at all. Very few companies bet the farm. Sometimes if you're near death, you need to do that. Uh, and then we counsel companies all the time on these things and they're huge strategic decisions, obviously, mm-hmm. that require a lot of wisdom and a lot of um, dispassionate evaluation. And again, that's another thing that I'm trying to bring to that conversation. Sure. For those of you who just joined us right now, I'm speaking with Steve McKee and we're talking about his book, Turns, Where Businesses Won and Lost. Let's go back to the book itself. So we talked about one of the six principles. Can you tell, tell us a couple more of those principles? We have a little bit more time. What are the two, ma- two ma- perhaps two more major principles, which they're all important, that, you can, yeah. that we'd like to share with us today? One is the, um, the, 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 the con- well, I call it contests. And this is where okay. it gets so fascinating because if you get into the physics of turns, you mm-hmm. talk about friction inertia, centrifugal force, centripetal force, lean, mm-hmm. entropy, mm-hmm. all these physics terms, oh, which yes. the book is not, it's, it's very easy to read. <laughs> but the idea is all of those turns that, that are involved in a physical turn are involved in any other kind of term. There is going mm-hmm. to be friction and friction actually can uh, uh, aid a turn or it can harm a turn. If you think about friction between people or friction between mm-hmm. competitors, so that's a useful road to go down. Mm-hmm. You think about centripetal force which is the force that pulls you into a turn. Maybe it's market conditions mm-hmm. or centrifugal force, the force that resists the turn. Um, these are all fascinating concepts. And I love that the, the chapter on contest because uh, it's, it's about a dozen different physical forces that I analogize to mm-hmm. decision-making in a turn. And I think that could be really helpful for people. The other one I would probably cite, and they are all important, uh, mm-hmm. is consequences. And that is uh. turns by definition bring change by definition. Mm -hmm. And there are always secondary, tertiary, and on down the road consequences to a turn. That's what we were talking about a little bit at the beginning, some good, some bad. And so one of the examples I give is if you're a young teenage boy and you're jamming to Freebird in the car, um, (laughs) that decision might move you and it might cause you to get into a car accident. Well, that's very consequential for the rest of your life. Yes. And so um, we always want to think through the consequences as far down the road as we can. We want to play chess, not checkers, uh, and make those moves as far ahead. So those are two, two uh, of, of the chapters. Again, they are all important, and they, and they really build upon one another. Um, consequences mm-hmm. is um, towards the back end of the book. Uh, but I think once, once, you, once you get through it as a reader, you understand. You, you'll never look at a turn the same way again, even, mm-hmm. even a turn in your car on the street. 
I interviewed if I if I can I interviewed a, a gentleman named Daniel Finley who literally wrote the book on turns. He's a highway engineer. Oh, North North Carolina State University. He literally wrote the book on turns, like in on the highway. Wow. You wouldn't believe the engineering that has gone into our roads. I'm so thankful for highway engineers. Wow. I never realized that before. How they're yeah. how they're curved and they're sloped and they they take it all into account. Really fast. Well, I mean, now that you say that, it makes you think of the physics aspect of it as well. Is this centrifugal force and all that? How fast they're going so people don't you know, obviously crash. That is interesting. Going back to that whole aspect of of context, or the, the you know the, the those aspects of it. Obviously, in the moment, we're not going to say, "Oh, this is what this is what's happening." Let me analogize this. This makes sense for me. Does this book specifically help people with those analogies figure out? Oh, this is what's happening. This is. This is what it's related to. And now this is going to give me some opportunities or some ideas and strategies to help me kind of work through this term. Without question. And I would say initially that might take some reflection. Over time, it will become habitual. Simple example. Centrifugal and centripetal force. Centripetal force is the force that pulls you into the turn. Centrifugal force mm -hmm. isn't really a force. So if you're turning in your car, um, your car's turning right and you're, you're being pushed into the door left. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the turn of the car, centripetal force, centrifugal force is pushing you into the door. That's actually not happening. It's that you're continuing straight and the door is being pushed into you. Uh, That's the, the difference. And so the idea is in, in the midst of a turn, let's say it's a negotiation. Mm -hmm. um, you're feeling a certain pressure or force and you might interpret it incorrectly. You might interpret it as centripetal force when it's really centrifugal mm -hmm. force. And Understanding that allows you, again, to separate yourself from the emotions and make sure. better decisions. So, again, initially, you can whiteboard this stuff. You can journal it. Uh, it will mm -hmm. become second nature as you start to be able mm -hmm. to identify there's friction here. This is mm -hmm. good friction. We need some of it. This is bad sure. friction. It's causing a problem. Uh, I think it's just fascinating stuff. In psychology, we teach that whatever you think about determines what you feel. What you feel yeah. determines what you mm -hmm. do. What one thing I always tell people as well is if, if you're talking or having an interaction with someone or just even thinking about something yourself, if you're in the moment and all of a sudden you feel a spike of emotion that comes up, if we're not aware of it, we're just going to react in a very reactive way or respond in a very reactive way. So allowing a person to create that sm that really slow, uh, small stop and think moment to say, wow, I'm feeling rage right now with this person. So I can either respond or I can wait a minute, take a breath. Look at the situation slightly different in that slight change. It's like a diamond. A diamond has so many facets. Move the yeah. diamond around to find which one makes sense. So if I slightly change this perception about my thought about this person, that feeling of rage will probably decrease and then I'll be able to respond in a healthy way. So from a psychological approach, it sounds like it's very similar to what you're saying in the moment. If you're in, through, in the negotiations, if you've experienced something, have that moment of reflection, decide what is the healthiest response for you or for your company and not respond in a reactive way. Yeah, in, in, in a very real sense, turns is a metaphor for what you just described, the, the concept mm -hmm. of turns. Sure. And there are turns, turns within turns because if you're, if you're having a negotiation with that person and it's a, a big turn, that one moment where sure. you're ticked off is the micro turn and you need to decide what to do. You're right. Sure. And uh, yeah. the, the, obviously, the, more, the better able you are to do that, the more emotionally intelligent you are and the li sure. likelier the more successful you're going to be overall. Certainly the more happier. 
<laughs> of course. Well, then go using the other concept of of a consequence as well as in that moment, realizing, well, if I, if I respond in an unhealthy way, then that's going to net me this, which then begets this, then this, 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 and it creates that domino effect or that cascade effect. And unfortunately you're in a position where you just don't want to be. And so I really think that that aspect of consequences is, is important. And I like how you have people flesh it out as far as their mind can go, because in that you'll see what the overall potential outcome is where sometimes people only do a couple steps and we feel okay, mm -hmm. but then we don't think it out a little further to see for the longevity and the potential consequences of our actions. Yeah. And think about that in a, in a spousal relationship or think about mm -hmm. it in a diplomatic relationship with, you know, two superpowers at the negotiating mm -hmm. table. Mm -hmm. uh, the principles are the same. Consequences can be wonderful or they can be very, very mm -hmm. dire indeed. Mm -hmm. So just that awareness that, that, turns our life, life is turns, and we can get better at them. You know, when you first start driving, do you remember how panicked you were and you're trying to navigate a turn and you're kind of going from the, the you know, yeah, you're overcorrecting, you do it. And then they teach you. And now you get in a car and you drive and you don't even think about it. You navigate turns with muscle memory, basically. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're talking about. Um, it's just, it's a journey to be able to do that. And we're just taking a look at that journey. Wonderful. Well, Steve McKee, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my viewers and listeners want to find out more information about you, to purchase your book, Turns, Where Businesses Won and Lost, where would they find all this information online? They can find Turns anywhere fine books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you name it. Uh, if they're interested in learning more about me, I'm at uh, mckeewallwork.com. That's the name of my company. And uh, I'd love to chat with anybody who's interested in this topic. Awesome. My viewers and listeners also know that if they can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I'll link you with Steve McKee and his book, Turns Where Businesses Won and Lost. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. Thanks, James. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.